Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, what's up? Tuesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, thanks for being with us. That is quite the orange San Francisco Giants golf shirt you've got on there, Mr. Haydad. Best team in baseball. At uh, what, just slightly over the halfway point? We call the All-Star break the halfway point. Usually it's just a touch over the uh, the halfway point, all-star game coming up tonight. The San Francisco Giants, everybody saw this coming. Best team in baseball in 2021. Everybody saw it coming. Even me. Not true. Not even remotely true. You had the home run derby last night. You have the all-star game tonight. We'll get into the home run derby a little bit this afternoon. What I can't remember... And if I didn't actually say it, then there is, you know, no no credit allowed. I I remember thinking it. I just can't remember if I said, and you guys will have to help me out with this. Watch out for Pete Alonzo. He's really good in home run derbies. <laughs> Did I actually say that yesterday? I believe you said something, if not those exact words, along those lines. Yes. Because I think I've said something about Polar Bear, which is his nickname, and. You did, and he won it last time out, too. Yeah, I mean, two in a row for Alonzo. That guy rises to the home run derby occasion. We'll get into that this afternoon. We want you to be a part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. Best plan, one or two lines. $45 $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Cspire.com. Have you guys, you, you know, we've got the Palmer Home for Children Radiothon coming up on Thursday, two days from now. We've been talking about it for over a month now leading up to this. But one of the things that has gotten really cool in recent years is the online auction that is associated with the Palmer Home Radiothon. Have you guys perused the auction site yet? I have not. I have not taken a look. There's some really, really cool stuff that you can bid on. Here's how you find it. Supertalk.com slash Palmer Home. When you go there, just scroll down and click on the Radiothon auction link. Supertalk.com slash Palmer Home. Click on the auction link, and you can see all of the items that are there, including... There, no, supertalk.fm. Why did I? Yeah, sorry. You would think that Borky, after how many years of our website being supertalk.fm, I would have that right. Super I've been talk. here six years, and the website has been supertalk.fm for that duration. You've been here for 
uh, almost Longer my entire lifetime. And yeah. I imagine the yeah, roughly. has been. Supertalk.fm slash Palmer Home. I even knew when I was saying it, it didn't sound right, and yet I said it two or three times. Supertalk.fm slash Palmer Home. Click on, click on the auction link. Autograph number 18 Archie Manning jersey that he signed Archie Who Manning. I've talked to three or four people that either know Archie or are big into memorabilia. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist elsewhere. I've just never seen him autograph something as Archie Who. So that makes that a pretty unique item that's there. There's some Eli Manning autographed Super Bowl uh, memorabilia. This custom hand-forged knife and sheath that goes along with it is awesome looking. Brian Easterling donated that. A pressure washer, a DeWalt pressure washer donated by our friends at Ace, Bolt, and Screw. How about a guided crappie fishing trip, courtesy of Brandon Upchurch? A membership at Two Gun Tactical, if you're looking for a place to uh, to shoot. Got a couple of those. Uh, some opening tickets for uh, an upcoming event at the Mississippi Grammy Museum. Just a lot of really... Really cool stuff that is available for you to bid on online. Farm Bureau, they've got a uh, a 65-quart Yeti cooler that is on the auction site as well, so a lot of uh, really neat stuff. Be sure to check all of those things out. So, Tuesday afternoon, fellas, we got a lot to get into. Some college football stuff, Major League Baseball stuff. Would you be opposed to starting with the Major League Baseball draft that has now come to conclusion? Get any issue with that? No, go ahead. Here's what, I was, yeah, here's what I was thinking about. So Mississippi State had Will Bednar drafted in the first round. Christian McLeod drafted in, uh, what was it, the fifth, fifth round. Mm-hmm. Eric Sarantola drafted by the Kansas City Royals. Tanner Allen goes, and Rowdy Jordan goes. And then there were, what, three signees that are likely to go ahead and move on. Is that accurate? Yes. Four total drafted, three likely to sign? Whatever. Yes. In that neighborhood. So that's what Mississippi State loses in addition to seniors moving on from this year's team. But those are the primary pieces that Mississippi State loses from this year's team going into next year. Ole Miss. They lose the three most important arms on the pitching staff. Doug McKaysey, Gunnar Hoagland, Taylor Broadway. So your two best starters and your closer who set a school record for saves. And then they lose Jackson Job, who was a commitment that was the number three pick in the draft. That's it for Ole Miss. So an offense that for much of the year led the SEC is back in its entirety. Kevin Graham will return. We assume that Tim Elko will return, although I think you got to maybe let a little more water go under the bridge before you know that 100%. You get Hayden Dunhurst back behind the plate, the freshman All-American and National Freshman of the Year, Jacob Gonzalez at shortstop. Chatagnier returns. Obviously, Ole Miss has got to figure out something at first base. 
T.J. McCants, a freshman All-American. The question for Ole Miss is on the mound. Mississippi State gets a little bit of a double-edged sword in terms of questions, but when you are a good baseball team, you're going to lose guys to the draft. And Florida loses seven guys this year. It, it, It just happens. But losing the top two hitters in the order, in Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan, not in that order, and two-thirds of your weekend rotation, who lost more in this draft? That's a good question. I think, I mean, with Ole Miss losing Hoagland and Nikhazy versus State, you know, losing Bednar and McLeod, it almost feels like a wash. The thing is, though, with Houston Harding not getting drafted, you feel like State knows who one of their three starters is going to be in for Ole Miss. I mean, maybe probably Diamond, but I mean, nothing's nothing set in stone there, is it? He will be one. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Derek Diamond is one, and I think the left-handed transfer is likely a starter. Mm-hmm. And then you know, is Jack Doherty your third starter? Who's the other guy? We're we're playing. That's that's the same thing that you're playing at state, though. Is yeah, I think it'll be Cade's one. Landon Sims is another, and then who's the third? Probably Uh, with Sims, I don't know. And then yeah, Cade Smith, Jackson Fritzdo, Andrew Walling. I don't know the answer. Then state losing Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan. That's a big blow. But those are those are blows that prior to the season started, before Tanner Allen being the SEC and National Player of the Year, before you won a national championship, that you knew that this was their last year anyway. So I, I. I have trouble seeing that as like a as a huge loss because it's just a loss I was prepared to deal with since back in February. Ole Miss returns a ton of its production though, so I mean they're in good shape there. Yeah, I mean offensively, it's all of it, yeah. all of it returns, assuming you get a healthy Tim Elko back. Borky, when you look at this, when you look at what Mississippi State lost, what Ole Miss lost, what they both got coming back, what's your take? As far as who lost more, it, I mean, the answer is Mississippi State because they lost field players. It, barring the decision from Tim Elko, Ole Miss will return their entire lineup. A lineup that could really, really hit. It could. I mean, it's just who's going to fill in the rotation because the SEC, believe it or not, is going to be even better next year than it was this past season. I mean, the talent that LSU has added and that Texas A&M has added on top of changing coaches is pretty unbelievable. So um, you got to find pitchers. But returning an entire lineup that was first or second in the SEC in most meaningful categories, that is a big deal. It removes excuses, but it's a big deal. (laughs) There's something that Mike Bianco has done every single year basically, for two decades that he's been the head coach at Ole Miss. Will he be able to do that again next year? I'll tell you what that is when we come back. And then some other questions related to guys moving on. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. At the moment, looking at slowdowns northbound on 55 just before Old Canton Road up past the 220 interchange. 
uh, clears up or right around Natchez Trace. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. No other major problems. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein from Junica Jewelry. Growing up in the diamond business, my dad used to tell me, Son, you can't sell from an empty wagon. And that's why at Juniker Jewelry, you'll find ten times the loose diamonds you'll find at average jewelry stores. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel, to deliver fresh production, hot off the wheel, directly to Juniker Jewelry and you. There is no one else between you and your diamond. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels, tray after tray, one carats, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size and every price range. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And that's why folks come from all over the state. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And we ain't going troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Richland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999 down, 31% for 84 months. A deal for details Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Talk about what next year will look like in baseball for Mississippi State and for Ole Miss. And I told you before the break, there's something that Mike Bianco has done. And basically every single year of his 21 seasons as the head coach at Ole Miss, this is not a Mike Bianco discussion, so save that. We're not going down that road today. This is just a very black and white matter of fact Ole Miss has always 
had an answer in terms of front of the rotation starting pitching. Whether you thought going into a season or not they had a guy, they've always seemed to have a guy. And sometimes it was a guy who had not been terribly good to that point in his career, and then when he made the step to Friday or Saturday starter, all of a sudden he was really good. Will Klein is a guy that immediately comes to mind. He was awful his first couple of years. Hey, Dad, you'll remember Will Klein was a starter in a Governor's Cup game. May have still been the Mayor's Trophy at that point. I I don't remember the exact timeline on that. And came out and pitched absolutely lights out. Mm -hmm. Helped Ole Miss down the stretch that particular season and turned into the Friday night ace and was a dominant Friday night starter in the SEC. That's just one example But Mike Bianco has always seemed to find a couple of those guys. Is that Derek Diamond in year three next year? Is it Jack Doherty, who they thought was going to redshirt this year and ended up being a pretty significant contributor? Borky, who's the the starter whose name I can't remember? McDaniel? Is it Drew McDaniel taking a step forward? And then Myers was good at the end of the year. Tyler Myers was really good at the end of the year. There's there's options there. I mean, at the end of the day, all joking aside, and the, you know the conversations, the many of them that we had going into last season, like you said, the the talent's going to be there. That's really not been the issue. Is the the ability to find guys to fill the roles that's always been there. And to expect anything different, it would be kind of an exercise in futility. Yeah. This is what happens when you, you recruit at the level that Ole Miss and Mississippi State do year after year. You've got guys. You've, you know, for, you lose Ethan Small, you have Will Bednar. You lose Will Bednar, we'll see who the next guy is. Cade Smith or, or Fristo or whoever it is. And then it just goes on and on. You know, when you, when you constantly put up top five, top ten recruiting classes, you're always going to have, you know, the next guy lined up ready to go. We get a message from Donald uh, Donald in Oxford. It says, Andrew Walling at Mississippi State. Lefty, transfer from Oregon State via junior college. He sits upper 90s with his fastball. Maybe that's the next guy. Could very easily be. We get a message that says, keep in mind that Derek Diamond had an abscess during the season this year. He's better than what he showed. I mean, don't forget Gunnar Hoagland. (laughs) Remember Gunnar Hoagland starting a Super Regional two years ago? It was not good. And that's putting it mildly. Yeah. He was a massive ready. step. Yeah. Freshman year to junior year with what four starts mixed in in a sophomore campaign for uh, for Gunnar Hogan. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Ole Miss is not going to be ranked as highly in the preseason next year as they were this year because they don't have the front uh, front line starters that are known quantities. That's why Ole Miss was ranked as highly as they were. And frankly, it's why Mississippi State was ranked as highly as it was in the preseason this past year because pitching was a known quantity. You don't get as much credit for an offensive lineup that is a known quantity as you do for starting pitching that's dominant and is known going into a year. Both teams will be ranked in the top 25. Both will be ranked in the top 20, maybe in the top 15. But I don't think we're going to see preseason top five teams for Mississippi State and Ole Miss going into next year, given what they lost this season. Unless something happens in the transfer portal to to, to bring a big-time player in, which it could happen. You never know. 
You know who's going to be ranked in the top five next year going into the Arkansas? season? Vanderbilt? Mm, maybe. LSU? Yeah, they should be. Got a ton of talent. I do think pitching is still going to be a question mark for LSU. Yeah, I mean, Marceau went yesterday, I think, and for all the Jaden Hill hype through the years, I mean, what has he done? Wait, did he not get drafted? I don't know if he got drafted or not. I, I don't remember seeing his name. Who? Let me see. Saw Mikhail Hilliard is right coming back, and Jay Johnson was talking about being excited about that. So, Jayden, yeah, we'll see what it drafted. looks like. Okay, he went yeah. in the second round. Okay, I missed. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking he went high. So Jaden Hill's going to be gone. Marceau's going to be gone. So it's a rotation thing. LSU though, on reputation and offense returning, and the addition of Jacob Berry from Arizona, who can absolutely rake and was an All American, to go along with Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan and whomever else, they're going to get the benefit of the doubt, and they will be a top ten team in the preseason next year. So, we'll see. Kind of, kind of makes it fun to think ahead. But I mean, based on what you're saying there, though, I mean, yeah, LSU returns a lot of production, but you just said Ole Miss returns all of their production. State returns a lot of production. I mean, there, there's a chance both those teams are preseason top ten because again, they've just recruited so well year in and year out that both these programs are sort of reload and not rebuild. So I says, where did Kevin Copps from Arkansas go? He went to San Diego, I believe, yeah. and I saw... 99th pick. Yeah, I think Kendall Rogers pointed out he can help San Diego right now. Yeah, I mean, for a team that's in the playoff hunt. And why did he fall? You would expect to see him. Because he doesn't have great... He gets guys out, but he doesn't have a power arm. He's not throwing 99. So my question is, that can help a major league team right now? Well, if you can locate and command your pitches, sure. I mean, Greg also he was he was also older, wasn't he a sixth year guy? Yeah, he's an old. Yeah, he's definitely a veteran for sure. What is it? Um, one time that I can remember, I think it's only one time, and this wouldn't fall into that category. We thought it was going to fall in that category. You've seen one time ever where a pitcher pitched in the College World Series and then pitched in the World Series in the same year. It was uh, Brandon Finnegan from TCU in 2014. Pitched for TCU in the College World Series in 2014. Pitched for the Kansas City Royals in the, in the Major League Baseball World Series that same year. Could Kevin Copps do that? Could he pitch in the postseason? I know Arkansas didn't get to the World Series. Could he pitch in the postseason? And then turn around and pitch in the postseason for San Diego this year? Maybe? Possible. Possible. We'll see. Um, baseball's changed a little bit. We get a message that says Maddox didn't throw hard, and that's right. I mean, I, I think there will always be a place for a guy who can locate and who can change speeds and mix pitches. But Greg Maddox is a Hall of Famer and one of the best ever. In terms of guys who sit there with an 88-mile-an-hour fastball in the big leagues, there are not many of them that are starters anymore. If uh, you want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Did Elko get drafted? No, he did not. 
So you had the first 10 rounds where all the slot value money was there. Then you had 11 through 20, only 20 rounds. The maximum a team can pay a player drafted between the start of the 11th round and the end of the draft is $125,000. If they pay them more than that $125,000, then that money has to come from leftover money in their signing um, their, their signing pool money. So it's not like there's unlimited funds to sign those guys. And then there will be some free agent deals, yeah, undrafted free agent signings. But you're not talking about a lot of money, generally speaking, when you do those. So we'll uh, we'll see how that shakes out. When we come back, let's turn the page to last night's home run derby. Did you watch? Were you entertained? How disappointed were the people at ESPN when Shohei Otani <laughs> exited in the first round? His pitcher sucked, man. You had one job, Michael Borky. Throw him, and, and Shohei kept saying, inside, throw it to me inside. And the guy still couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, he's having to chase pitches low and away to try to, because it's not the way it used to be, right? Where you have 10 outs and you can take pitches all day. It's swing as much as you can for three minutes, and the guy's throwing him low and away. It's a more fun format than it used to be. Oh, yeah. This whole clock is on, hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. Saw somebody say Coors Field should be the site for every home run derby henceforth. Ball tends to jump in that ballpark. That's not new news, though. So the takeaways from last night's home run derby. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain today, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 72. A 30% chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I was surprised the other day when I got a phone call asking if we sold guns. We sell lots of guns. We have the largest selection of firearms in this area, including over 100 AR-type guns priced from $5.99 on up. We also just got in a huge shipment of ammo, including such hard-to-find calibers as 380, 9mm, and 223. No limit on quantity and no inflated prices. Check out our website, rangebyjimmyprimos.com, or like us on Facebook. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Twelve Mississippi children are in the ICU with ten on a ventilator. That according to State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. You know, we're seeing a pretty significant bump in our cases. We're, we're just covered up with Delta variant. Almost all of the cases that are circulating in Mississippi are Delta variant. It's making it really tough. The vast majority of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are among the unvaccinated. And there will be more meetings on medical marijuana today. Well, I'm uh, meeting today with Senate staff and uh, also with the uh, governor's staff to uh, start putting the formation of the bill together. Senator Kevin Blackwell says they'll need to come to an agreement before they can take anything to the House. Blackwell authored the backup bill for Initiative 65 during the previous session, which did pass in his chamber but died in the House. It remains to be seen if a special session will be called to deal with the issue. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Sports Talk Mississippi to the junction in the grove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? We would love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. But right now, we go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Middle of the summer, Luke Johnson joins us right now, co-host of the Eagle Hour on Supertalk Hattiesburg. And Super Talk, Laurel. Luke, what's up, man? Long summer, guys. Fast summer. Good summer. Busy summer. But uh, happy to jump on here with you guys today. Reed Trimble. Here's his name called, at least as it's been told to me, earlier than expected. Uh, I talked to someone yesterday who was texting with his father and said they were not expecting him to be taken with the, what was it, 68th pick of the draft? Close to that number anyway. Say it again. 65th. Okay, so I was close. 65th pick of the draft. And he put on an absolute show this season and just willed himself up draft boards. How big a surprise was it that that's where he went? We were thinking third to third to fifth round. Um, and the, the fact that he went in the competitive balance B before the third, you know, most of the draft boards kind of had him in the 130 to like 150 range. Um, I think it's simply because he is a legit 2020 prospect. And I think uh, as the season wore on, a lot of people saw all five tools. I mean, he was 12 for 14 and still a base department. And then, you know, when you have a, a platform like you do in, in Oxford and, and he hit uh, like he did against Ole Miss and Florida State, I mean, I, I think. I think it was a sneaky 130 draft. I think, you know, probably they were surprised, obviously, but I kind of had the feeling that he was going to go a little higher than that just because he's a switch hitter, average, and and the fact that the sneaky speed is there, too. And, you know, he played shortstop in high school at Northwest Rankin, and so it's kind of wide open wherever you want to put him and and, uh, see what he does. But, you know, outfield will probably be his calling card. Well, and, and to me, it's such a cool story because there were very limited opportunities coming out of high school. He made the most of them, gets to Southern Miss, and then once again makes the most of his opportunity. R- remind us, kind of take us back down that road. So so the way that I've always heard it was he was a Pearl River commit, and Southern Miss came on late. Uh, that's what we were discussing now in the Eagle Hour earlier uh, this week and, and last week. And, yeah, so he kind of arrived late. Um, and as soon as he got there, Southern Miss had another starting center fielder, and probably by week two, Reed Trimble had, had got a starting uh, position in center field as a true freshman and kind of unseated a guy that had played a lot the, the year before. And, yeah, it just took off from there. So you look at what, he's, what, he, what he did, I mean, it's pretty impressive, uh, around 20 home runs just in a season and a half. And the very fact that he did that as a true freshman last year, and this is probably one of the, the best, seasons ever for a second-year player um, at Southern Miss. And other than, I believe, Tommy Davis and Matt Walner, he's the third-highest uh, drafted Golden Eagle in history. All right, so help me remember, didn't Matt Walner play in center field his first year and then made a move? Was it Reed Trimble coming in that precipitated that move? No, so so 
Warner's last year was 19. And so Trimble came in in 20. There was a guy named oh, okay. Walk who, yeah, Warner did play center field some, and then he would he would go back to right and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, that's Reed didn't have any bearing on that. I got you. That that, uh, that makes sense. Well, certainly was a, an outstanding player. Um, anything else from the draft that, that stands out for you? Yeah, I mean, as far as Southern Miss, uh, I think according to some of the stats, this is only the second time that Southern Miss has had three players taken in the first 350. So Stanley went to the to the Indians today. Uh, of course, McCarty is, is in AAA and Sandlin's with the big team, so Southern Miss got three Indians now. Um, and, uh, you know, Ock was kind of a sneaky guy yesterday. Uh, yeah. Southern Miss fans really thought that there was a good chance he would return and develop into a starter, develop that third pitch, uh, because, you know, he's probably 85% fastball, and, and I know people saw that in the postseason. So, you know, he's right at 200000 uh, the, the slot value was in the seventh round, but, you know, I think it's a pretty good chance he'll go. Uh, the way his reaction was yesterday, it's a dream come true. And, yeah, I think Southern Miss fans gritting their teeth on that one. They knew Trimble was going to go, but maybe thought Ock could come back. And you're always hung in this situation. You want the best for those kids, man. But when you got a, a guy as special as Ryan Ock, and uh, especially from Minnesota to Mississippi, uh, good, great for him. But uh, Southern Miss fans were kind of kind of split over that one. So we were talking a little while ago about what the draft – this year does to Mississippi State and to Ole Miss next year. When you look at what Southern Miss has coming back, it feels like this is a roster that is once again going to be poised to make a pretty good run. Am I looking at that the right way? Yeah, in the outfield, Ewing returns and right what we figure they'll do with Montenegro coming back. They'll slide him to center possibly. And then you just plug Slade Wilkes, who – you know, the more bats he gets, the more electric he's going to be. Just started off cold this season, but had some big home runs down the stretch, and, and so they'll feel that. It, it, you can't replace Reed Trimble, but Wilkes has just as much power, maybe a little plus more power. He won't hit for the average that he did. Uh, on the pitching, on the pitching side, uh, you got to replace two of the three guys. You don't know how Gabe Shepard's body's going to respond. So obviously, if he comes back, you can plug him there, and then you know expect to see maybe Tanner Hall or, or some more guys. The arms are there. And some of these real young freshmen, it's going to be interesting to see who kind of emerges, you know, as the top three arms there to to work with uh, Ben Etheridge in the starting rotation. We'll see how all of that plays out. Let's switch gears from baseball to uh, football. We're getting close. What three weeks, give or take, until the uh, start of training camp? Excitement growing. Absolutely. Uh, what I was told today, August sixth is reporting day. Uh, first game September fourth. Oh, I think we're right at. 50 days or so. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if people haven't been keeping up with what Will Hall and his, and his uh, crew have been doing, I mean, they've got a lot of good transfers coming in. Um, and I don't know if we've even discussed this, but, you know, Jacquez Turner transfers out, goes to Louisville. And uh, you get a hometown Mississippi kid, Deshaun Crawford, who uh, played at Jones College. He's from Bay Springs and, and started the last two years at Virginia Tech. He's coming in as graduate transfer on the defensive line. Everett Cunningham, who's from West Point, he's coming in as a graduate transfer uh, to the defensive line. Uh, Southern Miss got two defensive backs from, from Ole Miss, Lakevious Daniel, Jay Stanley. And then really uh, another guy on defense, uh, Joker Gill or Javion Gill, uh, moved from Central Florida. I think he was there for the spring and, and is coming to Hattiesburg. He played at, at 
Gulf Coast Community College last year. And then on the offensive side, Southern Miss, uh, two big offensive line uh, guys, one from uh, Gulf Coast Community College, again, Peyton McKinnon, 6'8", a little over 310 pounds. He's going to compete for a starting tackle job. And then Trey Lowe willed those uh, Mountaineer connections, Bryson Mays, who started uh, seven games for West Virginia. He's transferred in. He's got three years to play. So uh, what's the common theme with a lot of these guys is that Will Hall is almost stubbornly uh, to a man getting Mississippi kids. If they're transfers or, or portals or community college, he is working the Mississippi roads like he said he would. How much of a debate do you think there is – or how much of a competition is there at quarterback with obviously Trey Lowe that you mentioned and, and Will Hall told us himself he's the leading candidate. If he had to name a starter today, he would name him, but he doesn't have to name a starter today. Does Ty Keys figure into this when it's all said and done? There's been some, some good talk about, about Ty. Of course, he just got there, you know, a month or so ago. He played in the state championships with Taylorsville. Yeah. Um, it, you know, with Ty Keys, it, it, nobody knows the ceiling because he's never committed to play one sport his entire life. He's always been a three-sport athlete. Um, I, it, something miraculous really has to happen, though, for a true freshman to come in and unseat a guy who, you know, played well down the stretch, fits this offense really well. I could see where they have some packages um, for that. I could even see just sitting keys are, are low, but where they – have Chandler Pittman, the 3A State Player of the Year last year for McGee, bring him in and more of a wildcat or, or whatever. But as far as like leading the team at quarterback, I think it's, it's Lowe's job to lose, obviously. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with Keyes because, again, you don't know how good he could be until he concentrates on specifically this. And, and it could be where you know they hide their cards and then you kind of look up and he's playing a lot more than what you thought you, you would in week one or week two. Hey, right up your alley, um, quickly here as we wrap things up, we get a message on the ceasefire text line. It simply says, Jack Tannehill, question mark. Does he come in and earn the spot as the kicker right out of the gate? Yeah, Bourgeois has been there quite a while, um, but everybody knows Jack, and, and everybody saw has seen what he's done down the stretch, his clutch. I think he's got a chance, you know, even if he, if he doesn't kick for scoring, I think there's always an opportunity for him to, to get his feet wet kicking off. And uh, that's all you want. You know, I had to win a job, and, and uh, that's what's great about preseason. It's wide open. But, again, um, kind of expect Bourgeois to take that over unless Jack sets the world on fire. But but he could he could factor in in some way on special teams for sure. Yeah. I was just looking at uh, Briggs Bourgeois' numbers, 12 of 16 kicking field goals last year. His long was 49. So we will uh, we'll see how that plays out. Always enjoy the time. Hope summer continues to be good to you, Luke. Thanks, Richard. Y'all have a great week. Luke Johnson, co-host of the Eagle Hour, Super Talk, Laurel, Super Talk, Hattiesburg, and online at supertalk.fm. We'll be back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. We are looking pretty good so far. No wrecks, no breakdowns, no major delays to speak of so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe. Have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there will be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out-of-style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Neabella's and the Great American Cookies. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to uh, be a part of the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. So, this just happened on Twitter. I haven't listened to it. This may be a disaster. Let's try. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was an announcement. It was just a little video that said one last ride from uh, Tim Elko. I thought it was going to be him saying something. I didn't know it was just a little video montage. The timing, Borky, did not work out to preview that prior to coming out of the break. The best part about that is is, uh, next year he'll play with 100% more ACLs. True statement. True statement. First base? Uh, First base. They need him to be, yeah. Telling yesterday a little bit about Team USA... And I haven't looked at that Twitter account every day, but I've looked at it some and kind of scrolled back through the lineups. Jacob Gonzalez has played third, short, second, and DH. That's a good thing for Ole Miss, isn't it? Or is there any question that he is the shortstop? That's a really good question. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about the ability to move some pieces around. I mean, I, I guess like you would. I feel like if you're the national freshman of the year at your position, they should move the pieces around you. That probably so makes sense. leave him where he is. Yeah. So what? The infield is bench at third, Gonzalez at short, Chatagnier at second, and Elko at first? It's not bad. I say that, though, but where does McCants figure in? Does he remain your center fielder and have 7,000 fly balls hit to him in different directions during the offseason? Yeah, I mean, he's got to get significantly better in center. Has to. You, you can't. I mean, it was excusable last year because of lack of options and the fact that he was a freshman. But you're not a freshman anymore. You cannot have a center fielder. Let's just be honest. That is that bad at fielding the position at center field. You cannot have it. And we had somebody on the text line say, "Well, Jerry and Ely will be back." I'm not convinced that that'll be the case either. Not because he won't or couldn't or anything like that. If he is used in the offense in football the way I think he's used in the offense, a football payday will be coming during baseball season, and that will come with the you're not playing baseball anymore stipulation attached to it. Does Jerry and Ely start the season playing baseball? And then have the draft happen in April and then say, 
I love you guys, but I got to go get ready for minicamp? Or it's already, I mean, it dep- of course it depends on how good of a season he has. You know, running backs aren't at a premium, but if he shows flexibility the way that he can, he's got a, I'm not comparing him to Alvin Kamara, because Alvin Kamara is, I think, the most diverse athlete in the NFL. He, he can, is more, he's more flexible as an offensive weapon than anybody else in the NFL. So I'm not saying that Jerry Neely is going to be the next Alvin Kamara. But he can do all of those things that Kamara does at the college level. So if he shows that this season, then it might not even make it to baseball season where it's before it's understood, you know, you're getting picked here, this is the kind of money, do not play baseball. On the Sports Talk Mississippi Twitter feed, Pat sends us a message. And we got a message on on the ceasefire text line earlier today. It was like Ely is playing baseball next year. Pat says he will be back. Baseball is his favorite sport. It, okay, but I think it's short sighted to think that you can say definitively on the thirteenth of July, Cherryon Ely is playing center field for Ole Miss next year. Right, and just like what I said was a little premature. I mean, he he could very well not have a season that plays his way into an early pick in the NFL draft. Like, it's possible that doesn't happen. But if you're counting on that being your center fielder in baseball, I'd be careful with that. If he's drafted in the first three rounds, baseball's over, right? What, go play in the NFL where you're on the roster right away and you can... Sign for millions of dollars and, you know, be on your NFL team. Or do you play more college baseball, hopefully get drafted in baseball, and then spend six years dancing around in the minors for a few hundred bucks a month, riding buses from Spokane, Washington to Rio Grande, California, or whatever, and maybe never make it to the pros? It's a tough call. Ask Kyler Murray which decision's the better one. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. It'll be part of the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Four o'clock hour, coming up next. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden in a speech in Philadelphia calling on Republicans to support legislation protecting voting rights. Some things in America should be simple and straightforward. Perhaps the most important of those things, the most fundamental of those things, is the right to vote. Democrats argue legislation is necessary after some states overhauled election laws. Republicans say those laws make voting easier and congressional oversight of local elections isn't necessary. Another space company gets the green light to send people into orbit. Blue Origin, the space launch company owned by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, gets its license from the Federal Aviation Administration to fly humans up past the atmosphere. The company is planning this flight for next week, where Bezos himself, along with an auction winner, will travel in an automated capsule atop of a rocket. Fox's Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. 
I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The University of Mississippi Medical Center is working to battle vaccine hesitancy for children and their parents in Mississippi. With anyone over the age of 12 able to receive the vaccine, UMMC asked medical experts to answer common questions about the shot regarding availability, efficacy, and more. Pediatricians strongly recommend the shot for eligible children and say that it greatly reduces the risk of infection while also allowing them to safely enjoy many of the activities they had to forego back in 2020. For a look at the Q&A, visit supertalk.fm. And Hernando police responded to an altercation between employees this morning at the Hernando Post Office. Authorities say Tamikia Lachey Scott is accused of stabbing the postmaster multiple times. The victim is expected to make a full recovery. Scott attempted to leave the scene but was blocked by other employees. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits to preventive services to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as August 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. The Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians are partnering with two other tribes to construct the Dreamcatcher Hotel in Pigeon Forge, with the completion date set for 2023. Chief Cyrus Ben explains how the partnership came to be. Just like good friends sitting around talking about where to go fish or go hunt, you go where there's fish or game to get, and we found a place that we feel like it's a great prospect to go advance and expand our portfolios. Ben says the tribe's Mississippi businesses are also bouncing back in a big way as we emerge from the pandemic. And an Ole Miss Rebel has been selected as the top freshman in all of college baseball. Shortstop Jacob Gonzalez was named the National Freshman of the Year by D1 Baseball, the first player in Ole Miss history to earn the honor. Gonzalez started every game for the Rebels and led the team in batting average, hits, and runs scored. He also added freshman All-American honors to his list of achievements, as did freshman center fielder TJ McCann, who landed on the second team. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
the Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line open right now to you. 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. Ceasefire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar upgrade and investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more money. I'm sorry. That means more coverage more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. The more money, that's more money in your pocket because you can do that $45 unlimited plan that just makes life so doggone easy. Check them out online, cspire.com, and hit us up on the Cspire text line, 601-879-4395. What did you think about the home run derby last night? We talked about it like around the edges of it. In the first hour of the show, give me your thoughts. I think I stopped watching as soon as I realized Otani was out. Really? Yeah. Trey Mancini's story of overcoming colon cancer didn't keep you there. No. Best story in baseball this year. Once Otani was eliminated, I was like, okay, then turn off TV. That Mancini story is awesome. I mean, just awesome. I was less interested after Otani got eliminated, but it, it was pretty electric. You know, I, I thought the broadcast was awful, and it's hard to keep up also with the number of hits because the ball is traveling forever. I mean, they had what twelve, thirteen, five hundred plus foot home runs, something crazy like that. The ball was flying everywhere, so having a camera stay on to see where the ball finishes. By the time the ball finishes, the next one's already in the air. So I, I recognize yeah. that it's tough, but it was really clunky. Aside from that, though, the format's great. And and we got to see a bunch of guys go up there and try to hit tank bombs for a couple hours. It was Boog Shambi, wasn't it? Or was it? No, no, Vasgersian. 
the 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 Sunday night baseball crew as the broadcasters? I, I don't know what Vascursion is, but it was um, our friends that did the College World Series. <sighs> so <laughs> what little I saw was no volume. Good for you. Here's the deal. Very smart. I'm actually getting to a larger point. And I should have phrased the point that I was making. I told you, Borky, we got got back on Friday from vacation last week. Started moving. And it occurred to me as we were beginning our moving process that I had not made arrangements for Internet to be there when we got in. And so we're going through that process, got the fiber to the home coming, and certainly looking forward to that, but it is a process, and we have cut the cord, and I'm not going back to a dish on the roof of the house unless I absolutely have to somewhere along the way, and so I wait. It's um, it's a weird deal not having any sort of television in your house. And so I streamed a little bit of it on my phone. No issues there, but didn't watch it the way I thought I was going to watch it. The larger question I was going to ask, because you told me earlier today the broadcast was awful. Do you miss Chris Berman on the Home Run Derby? No. No? No. But he kind of was the home run derby. Just annoying. Yeah, no, I don't. Just because the guys they replaced him with aren't any good doesn't mean I miss miss him. Borky, do you miss Berman on the home run derby? He wouldn't have been good in in the new format. Because he would have had to be too quick. Is it almost like when you're... He's an icon, though. I don't like him personally. I think he's kind of a clown. But those days—I mean, those days are over, right? ESPN's uh, immersed in another scandal. I mean, it, it's just not the programming at the Worldwide Leader is not it, from what is the Worldwide Leader anymore. Like they're just—they're they're not. The, the days of ESPN's studio programming and hosts being great is over. It's just—it's done. Uh, they have great announcing crews. They put on games very well. The production, as far as broadcasting live sports, is great. The other stuff they do, complete garbage. Berman's, now that he's gone, it's what do we have left from the nostalgia? I would have liked to have seen him on the broadcast last night just to bring back memories of growing up as a kid and seeing him every night, you know? We're just we're out of those voices in sports media now. And I love Berman for the NFL. Love, yeah, I... Never missed NFL primetime back in the day, but rumbling, stumbling, bumbling. Yeah, never missed. I, mean, I brought it up yesterday when he said from Louisville. I, I, I just, I, I like that, but I never liked him for baseball. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo. I, here's, I guess I probably should be careful here, but I'll just be honest. ESPN's mission statement as a company is serving sports fans. ESPN is not fulfilling their mission. Its mission. Our mission. Let's say that as a guy that works there. It has become about other things. 
than serving sports fans. Because serving sports fans is getting as much live content on the air of sporting events as is humanly possible, and then supporting the live content with shoulder programming that either previews it or wraps it up. Somewhere along the way, the mission of ESPN got completely lost. Nobody was ever going to ESPN in its infancy in the 80s, in its heyday in the 90s, in the new millennium of the early 2000s, or into where we are currently, nobody. I'm speaking in absolutes here, which is probably a bad idea. But I will speak in an absolute. Nobody ever went to ESPN to say, I wonder how they feel about this particular political issue. I just don't think that's what they, I mean, unless you're talking about some like blue checkmark sports writer. Here's an idea. If you want to cover politics and do opinion stuff, get into politics. If you want to cover sports, just cover sports. And the only thing that I care about hearing from ESPN on a news platform was when Bob Lee or Jeremy Schapp was talking about it. That's it. There's a reason Outside the Lines was so good. It had some of the best reporters on the planet, and they dove deep into it. I don't need debate shows from ESPN giving me opinions that are political or otherwise. Stephen A. Smith doesn't have to go on his apology tour today. If he doesn't do that. Now, if you want to do that on ESPN Radio, fine. You want to do some online content where that's there, fine. When I flip it to whatever channel ESPN is on my TV or computer or satellite provider or cable operator, well, sports. Even the I sports guess, There are a lot of sports bad. out there. Say again? Even the sports programming is bad now, though. Like when they're actually focused on sports, it's still not good. It's scream at each other debate shows. It's stir up controversy for the couple hundred thousand people that are at sports clips and have to watch it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, First Take had a screaming match debate over the topic, is Arch Manning the best Manning of all time? He has not played his junior year of high school football yet, and that is what they screamed over. And and when I saw that, because I wasn't watching it, but when that was screenshotted and sent to me, and if you know, I fell for the bait and clicked on the channel, I thought, who does this appeal to? Because there's not a human with an actual functioning brain that wants to hear that, unless they're sitting at a barber chair getting their hair cut and they have no other option. That's like the only thing I can think that that draws an audience because that is the dumbest possible thing that you could debate over on a 16-year-old kid where his uncles won four Super Bowls. It's just absurd. Even the the sports they do is bad outside of Scott Van Pelt anymore. They can't do basketball pregame shows because Rachel Nichols was upset that her job was possibly being taken. And she probably said some things she shouldn't have, but it was a private conversation. Now that's a scandal. We can't talk about the All-Star game because Stephen A. Smith goes one step too far and boom, that's a scandal. And that's the story. Instead of just delivering good stuff, this is what they are now. It's a shame. 
Because I grew up, that was the only place I wanted to work. That was my dream. It was ESPN. There was no other option. I wouldn't touch that now. Not that side of it. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving the glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Do have some slowdown southbound on 49 from Old 49 down to Harper and seeing some minor congestion on Highway 80 just east of Airport Road. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. One. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 19.99 now. 31% for 84 months. You deal for details with approved credit. Buckle your chin straps because football is right around the corner and that means SEC Media Days. Join the boys of Sports Talk Mississippi Live July the 19th through the 22nd as they break down all the SEC teams and coaches for 2021. Interviews, insights, and much, much more with Sports Talk Mississippi from SEC Media Days. Sports Talk Mississippi Live at SEC Media Days is brought to you by our friends at Colony Wine Bistro, Prassel Lumber, Pinnacle Motors, Tico Steakhouse, and Baroni's Tree Pros. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
South Mississippi with you. Thanks for being with us. On this Tuesday afternoon, the 13th of July. First round results, Trey Mancini 24-23 in terms of home runs over Matt Olson. Trevor Story homered 20 times, knocked out Joey Gallo. He was the two seed. Joey Gallo, a lot of people thought was going to win it. I was screaming at the TV during Gallo's at-bat. Why? His pitcher was taking forever. And he was down one run, or one home run, I should say. And it, so think about how fast you can throw pitches in 10 seconds. It doesn't sound like a long time, but you can get a few out there. At least two, probably three. Isn't the ball supposed to land, though, before you release the next pitch? Isn't that the rule? They weren't doing that last night, if that's the rule. But he was Pete just Alonzo. taking his time and just kind of throwing it over. And, oh, man. I was screaming at the TV. I had no investment in it whatsoever. Don't follow the rules. Just wait till you see if you get dinged. Pete Alonzo hit 35 home runs in the first round. Knocked out Salvador Perez, who hit enough to um, win in regulation any of the other 1v1 brackets. Sally Perez eliminated 35-28, and then in a hit-off, swing-off, Juan Soto of the Nationals hits 31, Joey Otani finishes with 28, and Soto advances. If you had a four-team parlay with all four lower-seeded hitters in the first round, you were a winner. The five, six, seven, and 8 seeds advance to the second round. Trey Mancini defeated Trevor Story in the second round. Pete Alonzo defeated Juan Soto. And then Alonzo 23-22 over Trey Mancini. Pretty good storylines. You didn't particularly like Pete Alonzo's post-derby interview, though? No, after the first round, they, they had him sit down with Ravitch and uh, Perez. And the first like five questions were one-word answers. He was just nodding his head, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was conserving no. energy. Yeah, I mean, he was really locked in. He ended up loosening up a little bit, but um, yeah, it was an awful, awful, awful interview. And they did it through his opponent's entire round. So they're getting one-word answers while the other guy's hitting. That's great content. That's exactly what you want. Going back to our common sense from a production standpoint, yeah, and they had Ken Griffey, who was there as a photographer, randomly. Uh, put on a little weight, Mr. Griffey Jr. also. I didn't recognize him right away. That's how life goes, just so, just so you know, young man. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sit him down instead. I mean, you've got this guy that won't talk, and you've got Griffey right there. Just grab Griffey over. Yeah. Going back to our previous conversation, Kelso says the problem with ESPN is they stretch themselves too thin over four to five channels and networks, too much time to fill, so you get bad content. I want to love the SEC network, and I do in so much as it gives us game after game after game after game when we're in season. All the other stuff, though, is, mm. well, like I'll watch SEC now. Let's look at these takeover days. 
that the they've been doing these past few days. There was a ton of complaints on the Mississippi State side of things. So neither one of State's national games in the College World Series for, for against Vanderbilt were on the lineup. And there's some, some talk, well, it's it's a timing issue or whatever, but they, they showed a bunch of games from the past year. Like, why are we showing games with half-empty stadiums and completely empty basketball arenas? Show the classics. Play the hits. Yeah, I don't know don't why, the, why do they the do the schools that. get to pick what games I go have, on the takeover? I have no idea who picks what, but, man, whoever does it is missing the mark. Yeah. yeah they showed the Missouri game from this past year in football. I know State won that game. Will Rogers had a nice day. What's memorable about that, though? It was played in front of maybe 8,000 people. <laughs> you know, I mean, why, why are we playing that game instead of showing, I don't know, the 99 Egg Bowl or Dak going to Tiger Stadium and winning or something like that? And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that goes for everybody, you know. A couple years ago, and, and- Ole Miss just did the season. They just did like 10 episodes of the season for different sports and just like, you're not serving your fans doing that. Your fans want to see the great wins. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening at SEC Network, though. I mean, I get SEC now, right? I mean, that's Sports Center for the SEC, as it should be. Why is there not a daily morning show on there? Why do they show spring games the whole summer? Like... Nobody wants to see the spring game when the spring game is happening. I certainly don't want to see a replay of it. Yeah, I don't mind showing the spring game spread out over the course of the summer two or three times for each school, but here's the thing. You have access to every SEC football game that has been televised since, at least since the whole Georgia-Oklahoma landmark case in the 80s, Right. If we've got 50 years of football content, why are we not constantly showing that? Dive into it. Like, like unless you're live with SEC Now or a game, or you develop some programming that's interesting, show it to me. Yeah. Especially when they have employees that are already doing programming on other platforms in the morning. Like, your made-for-TV guy does a morning satellite radio show about the SEC, and you don't put that on your network. Why it's not? simulcast it like, like the Dan yeah. Patrick show or something. Just do something. It, just, I've just, gravitated it's, towards radio on TV. I, I Honestly, when we first started this stream th- here, I thought, man, nobody's going to watch this. I mean, who cares? Who wants to watch us? But I put... I mean, I, I listen to, to New York guys sometimes because they're on CBS Sports Network. I put it on TV, and I find myself enjoying that more than anything else I could find. Tiki and Tierney? Yeah, I mean, those guys. I mean, Craig Carton's back now after his stint in prison. And, I mean, <laughs> he scammed a bunch of people for fake tickets, I think, was yeah. was the show. Yeah. But, like, Dan, yeah. Dan Patrick's show is... It was pyramid-esque, wasn't it? Yeah, it was kind of like that. But what he's doing is what we used to get from... ESPN way back in the day. They're just talking sports. They don't really show highlights like we can get, but still, that that kind of programming, I've completely changed my mind. Radio on TV is actually good, really good. Better than screaming uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman at each other over stuff I don't care about, that's for sure. Yeah. For 
eighteen million dollars a year combined. Ceasefire text line open six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. So we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago about name, image, likeness coming on board. Reggie Bush wants his records reinstated so that he can get his Heisman Trophy back. And that maybe is not the complete fair summary, but basically that's where we are. He said he wanted his Heisman back. The Heisman released a statement that said, well, your records don't exist, and they, you have to be a student in good standing, and if they reinstate your records, we will happily welcome you back into the Heisman family. Well, now, the guys who sold their gold pants, it's an Ohio State thing, maybe we wouldn't understand well, they want their records back as well. Terrell, uh, Terrell Pryor and four of his teammates, Devere Posey, Solomon Thomas, Mike Adams, and Boom Heron. Well, here's what they had to say. The affirmation of NCAA athletes' rights to make a living from their name, image, and likeness is a huge step in the right direction. Armed with the correct resources and support, we know they'll show what we felt to be true all along. Not letting athletes capitalize on what ultimately is their hard work was unjust and unnecessary, etc., etc., etc. Although this could never undo, they want their records reinstated, all this could never undo what we and our families endured for breaking rules that shouldn't have existed in the first place, we believe reinstating and acknowledging the accomplishments of ourselves and our teammates would be a huge step in the right direction. Calling for our school records and legacy to be restored so that Buckeye Nation can look at us with the same love and fondness that we've always had for them. We are asking for revisionist history here, right? A little bit. But remember, bit. their crime was selling their own personal items for tattoos and petty cash. Yeah. I feel like their team belongs in the record books if that is their crime. They sold, legally, crime personal items. That's all they did. That's the scandal here. We'll keep this conversation going right after this. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain today. High near 90 degrees tonight. Partly cloudy, low around 72. 30% chance of rain for your Wednesday. Mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain. Sunny skies, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. 
quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan. How's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No. My shutters need replacing. My floors need unbuckling. My boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The University of Mississippi Medical Center is working to battle vaccine hesitancy for children and their parents in Mississippi. With anyone over the age of 12 able to receive the vaccine, UMMC asked medical experts to answer common questions about the shot regarding availability, efficacy, and more. Pediatricians strongly recommend the shot for eligible children and say that it greatly reduces the risk of infection while also allowing them to safely enjoy many of the activities they had to forego back in 2020. For a look at the Q&A, visit supertalk.fm. And Hernando police responded to an altercation between employees this morning at the Hernando post office. Authorities say Tamikia Lachey Scott is accused of stabbing the postmaster multiple times. The victim is expected to make a full recovery. Scott attempted to leave the scene but was blocked by other employees. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit, and corporate businesses, education, community, and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com slash One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. 
Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Don't forget Palmer Home for Children Radio Fine right here on Supertalk Mississippi. Thursday, it gets started at 6 a.m. Paul Gallo going to get up extra early to get things rolling. Actually, it's the same time probably he gets up all the time. 6 a.m., things get started with Gallo, then the JT Show, did good things, and then uh, Sports Talk Mississippi. And we can't be, uh, wait to be with you as we raise money to help with the life-saving work that is happening at Palmer Home for Children. They are creating an environment that is a home for uh, kids coming from difficult circumstances. Great conversation yesterday with Drake Bassett, and uh, can't wait to be with you. Hope you will consider donating during the Palmer Home Radio Fund and also supertalk.fm slash Home. Click on the link for the online auction. Some really cool stuff. Memorabilia, power tools, pressure washer, handmade knife, and a whole lot of other cool stuff. Supertalk.fm slash Palmer Home for the uh, the online auction site. All right, so the bigger conversation about Terrell Pryor and his teammates at Ohio State that want their records reinstated. Reggie Bush, who wants his records reinstated so he can get his Heisman Trophy back. Perhaps ongoing investigations in which rules were broken at the time, but now the rules have changed. What do you do with all this stuff? That's a good and, question. And, and, I mean... Let me throw one thing at, at you. This is not apples to apples. Hey, Dad, let's say in 2005, you cheated on your taxes. Like you intentionally didn't pay something that you owed. Yes, let's make up this story. Yes, good call. And you feel like you got away with it. And then somewhere along the way, the tax code itself actually changes to make whatever it was that you did that was illegal at the time legal. But the IRS discovers what you did in 2005 after the code was changed. You technically still broke the law, and they could go after you for it. Wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense, but they could. Yeah, maybe apples to oranges, but if you broke the law and you got punished for it, or Borky, in this case, you broke the rules and you got punished for it, you love to use the term crimes, you committed a crime against the NCAA, got punished for it, and we've all moved on, 
That doesn't make what you did not against the rules when you did it. Why are we supposed to go back and fix something just because it's changed going forward? For me, it's I hate the win vacation thing anyway. I think that's a bad penalty and it shouldn't exist. I agree with that. Especially when it comes to stuff like Reggie Bush and Terrell Pryor and his buddies at Ohio State. They didn't cheat the game. You know what I mean? Uh, they're not even, in, in Ohio State's case, not even recruiting violations. It's not like Terrell Pryor, oh, I'm, you know, I'm sure he did, but the NCAA didn't catch Terrell Pryor going to Ohio State because he got paid. So after he's in school, after he's enrolled, selling his own stuff for a little bit of money, and he got a couple free tattoos out of the deal. He didn't cheat the game. It wasn't illegal recruiting. That should not lead to his records being stripped. Reggie Bush's family got a condo. He was the best player in college football that year. He should be allowed in, in, in to fairness, call himself. They got like a five thousand square foot house in Southern California and a Range Rover. And they didn't just get a condo. I thought it was a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo. I thought that was what they got caught with. Maybe the nuclear so. power surfboard. Let's go. Uh, but since they didn't cheat the game, what happened in the games are still pure ish, pure enough. Pete conversation could be inserted here if you wanted it to yeah. be. They should be allowed to have those records. Reggie Bush is the Heisman Trophy winner in 2005, and the 2010 Ohio State Buckeyes did win the Sugar Bowl. They beat Arkansas. It was a good game, fun game. That Let's all say happened. you live in Colorado, and in 19... Uh, this is probably a bad example. I'm, I'm just kind of making this up. Let's say you live in Indiana. And in 1995, it was illegal to possess or smoke marijuana. You avoided jail time, but you got a $5,000 fine that you had to pay. Some sort of restitution. Again, making it up as I go. Fast forward to the present, and possessing and smoking marijuana in Indiana becomes legal. Should the state of Indiana or the federal government or whoever find you have to return that $5,000 that you paid then? Boy, we could go down a road, uh, the topic on Gallo tomorrow. I do think if that is your your only crime, uh, maybe we don't need to talk about this, but if that is your only crime, the possession of of something that is now legal, your sentence should be altered and something like that should follow, yes. Okay. Just like, I mean, we get into this sometimes where Kyler Murray, for example, a now no longer journalist at the Clarion Ledger decided to take part in the exposure of Kyler Murray's bad old tweets. Remember that? Kyler Murray, when he was 14, put on Twitter some anti-gay slurs when he was talking back and forth with his buddies on Twitter when he was 14. Does anybody know anything about anything when they're 14 years old? Probably not. But that got exposed, and and USA Today wrote this story about all these things, whatever. It was a hit piece. We shouldn't judge people based on the standards of the past today. You know what I mean? Kyler Murray should not have been judged for things he had on Twitter when he was 14 years old today. And we should not have held it against him, but people did. I don't like that practice. If things are different today, we should not hold the way you acted back then against you. Is, uh, I, I guess. Is, <laughs> Somebody says Reggie could do like his predecessor at USC, OJ. Just steal it back. Oh. Jeez. 
Hey. I think I think the main thing to consider in all this is that we're not talking about jail time or lives truly altered. This is college football. We all remember Reggie Bush. You can't go into my brain and take the memories out. I know what I saw. So who cares? Just give him his Heisman Trophy back. He earned it. And there was I mean, no. Would it, have, would it have made any difference if he had not been? If he hadn't gone to USC and he had gone to Texas or Oregon, or he would have been the same player and won the Heisman Trophy there as well. The Southern Cal team was so good. They were great, but he was a huge part of it. Absolutely, he was. Everybody in America either watched that Fresno State game or is a liar. <laughs> yeah. You've at least seen the highlights. I watched it at a sports bar in Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you can be that specific, you're not a liar. Yeah. It was a show. Just an absolute show. What guys in from Mississippi do you remember that put on a show like that? Now, maybe Reggie Bush is one of a kind, but when you're talking about guys here that fans today, years Dexter later, McCluster against long, Tennessee, McCluster against Tennessee would be one that people are going to talk about the same way we talk about Dak Reggie Bush, Fresno LSU, State, 05. As a junior. Uh, yeah, the, the Dak game against LSU was that type of game. Yeah. Um. Trying to think if there's a specific Marshall Henderson game. Yeah. Oregon, even though they lost. Will Bednar from the national champion, Mississippi State baseball team. I need the bell. Ding. We've got to mention it once a day. That's a great question. Yeah, I mean, MP says Deuce against Arkansas. That opening kickoff. Much lesser degree, do innocent against Mississippi State in ninety. That's that's a good one. Ninety five. Ninety five. Oh yeah. I've heard that name in a long time. Um, Dante Moncrief. The, the game against Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Dixon against Kentucky. He broke the. Or I guess Ooh. Nick Fitzgerald against Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl in sixteen. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything about that. I can recite it to you play-by-play play if you'd like. I'm sure you can't. No, that's the game where I walked away going, Nick Fitzgerald is a massive human being. Yeah, he's a big boy. A massive human being. Funny guy, too. Sports Talk Mississippi. More coming up with you. On this Tuesday.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass deeds in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Some minor slowdown southbound on 55 between Fortification and Pascagoula Street. Also look for delays westbound on 20 from the stack past Gallatin and still seeing heavy congestion on 49 southbound in Ridgeland from Old 49 to Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Dip into our new coconut cream pie ice cream and imagine being stranded on a deserted island. Rich coconut French ice cream, flakes of coconut, tasty pie crust pieces, and a whipped topping swirl loaded with toasted coconut. You won't want to be rescued. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at all Kroger stores and all Sefco convenience stores. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8526. Calling all college football fans. KLLM is unveiling to the public the 2021 Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and Jackson State custom football tractor trailers. Thursday, July 22nd at the Embrace baseball game. Take pictures with your team's cheerleaders and mascots as you explore the trucks. Event gates open at 530 with first pitch at 630. Event details can be found at KLLM's Facebook page. Don't miss the college football event of the summer, July 22nd at Trustmark Park. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. What do they want? Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We're not going to string this out through the rest of the show, but because of your responses, we will continue. If you're just joining us, this is the stream of consciousness that got us to this point. Terrell Pryor and some of his Ohio State teammates want their records reinstated. It took us back to the Reggie Bush conversation and whether or not his Heisman Trophy should be reinstated. I believe Michael Borky said... As we were talking about that game, the one Southern Cal and Fresno State in the 2005 regular season that everybody says they watched, it was a top 15, top 16 matchup. So Fresno State entered the game at number 16. They were 8 and 1. Southern Cal was 10 and 0 at the time. Reggie Bush on 23 carries, had 294 yards rushing. That's good for 13 per carry. He added another 70 yards receiving on three catches for good measure as well. That's 23 yards per reception on top of that. That's a USC team that had Matt Leinart at quarterback, Steve Smith, Dwayne Jarrett, Dominique Bird, Linda White, friend Davis at wide receiver. And I reminded you, I think Derek Cody is a defensive tackle, right? Wouldn't that have been the same time? Fred Davis was a second-round pick, and it's a name that you guys were probably like, wait, who? Yeah, played tight end, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, fast forward, Borky goes, what performance locally stands out in your mind the way that game stands out in the minds of so many, where you just saw greatness unfold? I threw out Dexter McCluster against Tennessee. Hey, Dad mentioned Nick Fitzgerald against Ole Miss in 2016. Booby Dixon against Kentucky. And some others. You've sent us a bunch. Southern Miss and Brett Favre in 1991 against number one Alabama in Birmingham. Archie Manning, Alabama, 1969. Alabama won that game. First primetime game in college football history on television. Archie had 510 yards of total offense. Oh, there you go. This is going to send Haydad's blood to boiling because of a certain name. He goes, honestly, Nick Fitzgerald against Arkansas in 16. His stats were absurd. 328 yards passing, two touchdowns, 131 yards rushing, four touchdowns, and we lost. Because Peter Sermon. Sorry, I just, it's an involuntary reaction. Thing. Yeah, what a what a crazy game that was. How about some of the Marcus points. Dupree games? Well, that, that's fine, but that's the point of this. It's not. Oh yeah, that guy was great. It was 
that performance in that specific game stands out in my mind. Yeah, give me one. At least in modern history, the the answer on the Ole Miss side is McCluster against Tennessee, right? Because even though I hadn't lived here yet, I remember watching that game, and he beat them by himself. That's what it felt like anyway. It felt like he beat Tennessee all, all by himself. Mm, I'm trying to think. There's one. Is there one that stands out for me? We, we we get a vote for Showboat Boykin and his seven touchdowns against Mississippi State. Yeah, seen that so many times. Wait, <laughs> Jarius Norwood against Florida. Big game. Big game. He had a better game against Ole Miss though. This in the final game of his career, I thought. Manziel against Mississippi State in 2012, Fournette against Ole Miss in 2016. <laughs> Those are two good examples that make State and Ole Miss fans not happy, yes. Uh, this isn't local, but Al Bundy, Polkai, 1966. <laughs> Forget that. Four touchdowns in one game. This is a good one. Joe Burrow against Oklahoma, first half. College football playoff semifinal. Dominant. Ricky Williams against Mississippi State. And a huge game. And the Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl, right? Yep. Playing Texas and Ricky Williams last game in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, good luck, Bulldogs. And no chance. And I got a buddy says on the wrong end of this one, but David Palmer for Alabama against Ole Miss in 1993. That's a good one. Jeez. Can't do it against Ole Miss in uh, 2010. Yeah. That would be the run, pass, and catch game for a touchdown. David Palmer in 1993 entered after Jay Barker got hurt and then the game changed. Oh, it's a great one here. This is a game that stands out that had two guys. This would have been January or February 1989, I think, or maybe it was 1990. Ole Miss LSU, Chris Jackson, later known as Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, 55 points. Gerald Glass, 53 points. Ole Miss won in overtime. And my man Gary Darby was on the mic as the public address announcer that night. That game was epic. Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden in Philadelphia makes a pitch for voting rights legislation. It's no longer just about who gets to vote or making it easier for eligible voters to vote. It's about who gets to count. The president says it will take voter education and coalitions nationwide to protect voting rights. Fox's Grinnell Scott, Republicans say congressional oversight of state and local elections isn't necessary. Fire crews battling dozens of wildfires in 10 western states. Idaho's governor has called up the National Guard to help fight the wildfires. Most of the country's large fires are burning in Idaho, Montana, and Arizona. One of the largest fires is burning in south-central Oregon. The bootleg fire, which impacted California's transmission lines at one point during the heat wave, has grown to more than 200,000 acres. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. America is listening to Fox News. 
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A nurse practitioner on the coast has been charged with prescription drug fraud and theft. While working at Maxim Health Urgent Care in Gulfport and Pascagoula, 46-year-old Leslie Wilburn allegedly prescribed Ambien to her family and friends, but instead used them for herself, with the Bureau of Narcotics saying she picked up over 140 prescriptions over the past three years. She was arrested earlier this week and surrendered her DEA registration to prescribe controlled substances. And six months after the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, the fencing has come down. Congressman Benny Thompson talked about it over the weekend with Tiffany Cross on MSNBC. Members were not briefed on the fencing coming down. I've heard from colleagues who ask me, I always say, as far as I know we are, there's a better way we could have done it. Thompson said that security around the Capitol continues to be a problem. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K-12 through acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. Big Head Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Filming begins tomorrow in Jackson for The Inspection, a movie about a man who joins the Marines to escape the seemingly downward spiral of his life. Nina Parikh with the Mississippi Film Office says they'd love to have real veterans on set. They were casting speaking parts. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there are any left. There may be a couple left, but um, even if you don't have a speaking part, you may be on this movie and get to be with some known actors, Gabrielle Union right. and Jeremy Pope. So there, there are some nice opportunities. They're looking for men and women to play recruits, but other roles as extras are also available. And you do get paid. For information on how to apply, visit supertalk.fm. And there's a lot of money up for grabs this week. For tonight's Mississippi Match 5 drawing, the estimated jackpot is $60,000. Tonight's Mega Millions estimated jackpot stands at $104 million. For tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot is up to $137 million. 
The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. Thanks for being with us. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you can do so on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Be honest, you know your business deserves better, so get better with the Ceasefire business internet and phone bundle backed by real support. See how Ceasefire Empower your success today at ceasefire.com slash business. As we begin the 5 o'clock hour, it's time for the college football fix. Oh, there it is. Don't leave us hanging, bro. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition these SUVs are built to command the road. The 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because, of well, the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. So, there was a report from Neil McCready. Covers Ole Miss at rebelgrove.com. He posted this. Had a source tell me today what most of us expected. John Rice Plumley is working with the receivers in workouts this summer. He's not, I'm told, throwing with the quarterbacks. This is not breaking news in the sense that it's anything that's terribly unexpected. But I don't know that we've seen that level of specificity so far. I did an interview this morning um, with Andy Staples and Aaron Murray. And Aaron Murray asked me, he's like, hey, how's Ole Miss going to get John Rice Plumley more touches? I said, well, he's going to be a receiver. 
They're going to throw the ball to him. They're going to try and get him in space. And figure out if he can catch the ball on a consistent basis. But this is such a strange deal. And it goes back a year. Right? It goes back to the year when all of the people regionally and nationally that were talking about Ole Miss football were talking about John Rice Plumley as the starting quarterback. Porky, I can't tell you how many interviews I did last year where people were like, well, what are we going to see from John Rice Plumley at quarterback? And my answer was, well, you're not. You're not. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? I said, you're not. Matt Corral is going to be the starting quarterback. John Rice Plumley doesn't throw it well enough to be a quarterback in the SEC. Nobody well, outside but, of the state knew this, except for, for us. I mean, Cole Kublik, as connected as anybody, remember, came on this show and was like, oh, I don't know, Richard. And you were like, no, Cole, I, I know. <laughs> like, we know. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, Cole and I talked about it later. He's like, man, I didn't really see that coming, and you told me that was the case, and it took me a while to believe you. So, what could this mean for Ole Miss in 2021? Well, if you remember, after the Outback Bowl, we we talked about him in particular because, of course, we did. And If he was going to have a future in football, whether it be at the highest level of college and professionally, it's not going to be quarterback. He could have transferred, with all due respect, to the Conference USA and probably been a starter somewhere and put up a bunch of yards and points. But the next level would have asked him to play wide receiver or something of the sort. His future in football, if that's what he wanted, was always going to be somewhere other than quarterback. And so after the bowl game, we talked about it. I said the best thing for him to do right now would be to drop the quarterback thing, play baseball, but in your spare time, run routes and catch footballs over and over and over and over and over again, become a wide receiver, because that is an actual path to the NFL. There have been worse athletes than John Rice Plumley, Hunter Renfro being one, not near as athletic as Plumley. Make it in the NFL because But they he run caught hard. every single thing that came his way. Never drops a football, runs perfect routes. So it, it certainly can be done. He's got the skill set to do it. This is the best decision for the team because it adds a weapon in the offense, an electric guy in space, and not getting cute and gimmicky with putting him in at quarterback and stuff like that allows him to focus on what he he's best at. Which and is, you can still do that, too. You yeah. can still have a wildcat package for him, for sure. It's best I for would him. if I were them. Oh, yeah. It's best for him and his professional aspirations. This is what was inevitable, like you said. It's the right decision. It's best for everybody. I do think some people need to temper expectations, though, and, and maybe we can talk about this in a second, but our first text is he's going to be the best wide receiver at Ole Miss in 20 years. It's the first message we got. I mean, I, I best slot no. receiver. Slot receiver, well, but even still. even so, no. No. I mean, I, somebody told me this morning, he's going to be even better than Elijah Moore, and, and everybody needs to really hold off on those kind of things because – Great athlete. I just said that I think he has a chance, if he works at it, to be an NFL player. Those aren't common. But will he be yeah, better? on the Elijah Moore thing, he dropped nothing. Nothing. And his route running was elite. And his speed was And his was speed elite. was elite. He, I mean, just thinking that this guy who has played wide receiver for one game is going to be as good as a guy that has elite skill sets at everything that's been a wide receiver for his whole life is unrealistic 
And it's really unfair to the kid, if we're being honest. If you're going to think that, oh, yeah, Plumey's going to be just like Elijah Moore, and he's going to catch 1,400 yards worth of passes this year, you're going to be disappointed, and that's not a fair expectation. I, I don't think it's fair for that to be the expectation. But I also don't think that it's impossible. And here's why I say that. Uh, I wanted to pull up the... Uh, Oh, shoot. It's going to take me just a second. I wanted to pull up the box score from the bowl game and give you John Rice Plumley's stat line from the Outback Bowl last year against Indiana. Bear with me. Here it is. John Rice Plumley had... Oh, jeez. Where is it? There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Five catches for 73 yards including a 44-yard reception. If he catches the ball in the first half that's thrown to him down the sideline, he probably also has a touchdown and has 110 yards receiving in the game. But he didn't catch it. I do think that John Rice Plumley has elite speed and he has elite quickness. It would be incredibly unfair to this at this point to say he has elite hands. Yeah. And we just don't know about his route running. Borky, for him to get to 1,400 yards, if you're including a bowl game, that would mean he averages better than 100 yards per game. Yeah, and, and that's simply that just a, an unrealistic expectation, especially when you've got other wide receivers. I mean, the way people think that he's this guy, again, very talented, is just going to step in and be wide receiver one in an offense that features a couple of guys that have played in the SEC and done well in the SEC, when healthy, Braylon Sanders is an NFL wide receiver. When healthy, he's had a hard time staying healthy, but when he is, he's he can be that guy. So to think that this one-off wide receiver who has 77 yards in his entire life in receptions is going to just step in and be WR1 and be the focal point of the offense, I, I just I don't see that happening. And so the production will not be to some people's expectation. But can a extremely viable weapon be found here? Oh, absolutely. All right, question for you. And I'm asking this based on stats from last year. Over, under, John Rice Plumley, 50 catches. I'll take you over. I would say under. What is Do you that? know how many Four receivers last year? Do you know how many receivers last year for Ole Miss had over 50 catches in 10 games? Two. Two. One. Just more Elijah Moore had 86 catches in eight games. Kenny Yaboa had 27 in eight games. Jonathan Mingo had 27 in 10 oh, yeah. games. Dontario Don Drummond had 25 in 10 games. Braylon Sanders played nine games, had 15 catches. Jerion Ely, who is a target out of the backfield, had 15 catches in nine games. Yeah, game number changes things some on the stats. It front, does. But it does. I, um, I expect they're going to be a lot more balanced. And, and people, nobody talks about the fact that they were the SEC's best rushing offense. They led the SEC in rushing last year. And everybody comes back. Yeah. 
they're probably not going to have to be one wide receiver dependent like they were last year. No, I would agree with that. And I say dependent. Which is why the I kid say got under. open every time. So why would you not be? Say say what, hey, Dad? Which is why I say under. Under 50 catches. 50 yeah. catches in a college football season is great. Yeah. Throw some more numbers at you when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North. And in Brandon, you can find them at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Left lane is blocked southbound on 55. The ramp to 20 eastbound. That's exit 94B. Delays southbound on 55. Start as far back as Lakeland. Also seeing delays 468 in both directions at Silver Ridge. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented 8-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEase are ready. Call PeopleEase today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEase.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more Super Talk Mississippi.
All right, so we were talking about expectations for John Rice Plumley as a receiver. Borky, you said that someone else, or someone texted you and said that John Rice Plumley could match Elijah Moore's 1,400 yards receiving from last year? No, he said he'd be better. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's not a sentiment that is only shared by uh, my random friend who hopefully wasn't drinking already. All right, so for John Rice Plumley to get to 1,400 yards, just on the number, in 13 games, that would be an average of 107 yards per game. That's big, big, big. And to do that, you really probably are going to have a game in there where you have a couple of hundred yards receiving. Or two or three games where you go for somewhere between 150 and 180 to help the average, because you're not going to catch 107 yards in every single game. So let's back the number down. Do you think it's possible or likely that John Rice Plumley goes over 1,000 yards receiving? Before you answer that question, let me ask you another question. How many receivers in Ole Miss football history have caught balls totaling more than 1,000 yards in a single season. Is it fewer than 10? It's probably, yes. It's probably like three or four, if I had to guess. It's Moncrief. Brown did it twice. A.J. Brown. Treadwell. And then Elijah Moore. Treadwell, yeah. It is four. Yeah. Shea Hodge, Shea Hodge. in 2009 was Ole Miss's first 1,000-yard receiver. Laquan Treadwell, A.J. Brown twice, 13-20 in 2018, breaking the mark that he set in 2017 of 12-52, and Elijah Moore was the fourth. So four players, five total seasons in the history of Ole Miss football that is 125, 26 years and modern offenses have evolved some, but You're still, right. I mean, that, that underscores how difficult it is, which is why I kind of started this with people need to temper expectations. And it's just, I don't know how many people I'm actually talking to. I would hope most people think that, you know, you can use him as a weapon, hopefully, but, I mean, you've got a running back room that is full and talented, and you have proven wide receivers there already. And, I mean, let's not pretend like I, I am a, I'm well aware that it's different. But they have a transfer slot that had 800 yards receiving in a Division One season the last time he played college football at Western Kentucky. I know it's a different level. I know, I know, I know. But it's a wide receiver who has 1,000 yards receiving in his career, 800 of which came in one season, his last season, who was on the roster there. How can we be convinced that it's not going to be a battle to even get playing time at wide receiver for a guy that's never done it before? I'm aware he's a great athlete. Kiffin loves him. They'll find him a way to get the ball. But to think that he's just going to line up at slot and Matt Corral is going to target him a dozen times a game, I think that's just not rooted in reality considering the proven weapons that they have around him. I think the ball is going to be shared more than it was last year, and it's going to be more of a by-committee approach as opposed to a Elijah Moore is going to get open regardless of who's defending him, so let's just throw him the football approach. 
Got somebody on the text line saying that he's going to get 40 catches and 800-plus yards easily. Over 20 yards a catch. It's happened twice in SEC history. He's not going to average 20 yards a catch. We got some. We got some super expectations for John Rice Plumley. How many thousand-yard receivers in Mississippi State history? I don't know if there's been any. To be honest with you, let me double check that. There was one in 1978. I'm trying to find the other. I can't even tell you who it was in 1978. I was trying to find that during the break. And I'm pulling up the all-time record book. I got it right here. Hold on. That's impressive if you got to that that quickly. There's two: Marty McDoyle in 1978, okay. and Fred Ross in 2015. That's it. That's so let's turn this conversation soon. to Mississippi State for a second. Should change soon. Will Jalen Waddle? Uh, what? Will Jalen? Jaden Wally. <laughs> Somebody just on the text line to me the other day. They were like, hey, Dad, why are you talking about Jaden Waddle while you were gone? I was like, I'm not. I'm talking about Jaden Wally. Thousand-yard receiver this year? Should be. Stays healthy. Should be. Should be if he stays healthy. And the offense, the things that are supposed to improve do improve. Yes. Just because of State's offense and the way they're going to be. Because when we're talking about Ole Miss, Bork, you mentioned it. This team led the SEC in rushing. They're balanced. They get. They're going to run the football. State's not. State's going to throw the ball all over the all over the yard. So yeah, has a great opportunity to be a thousand yard receiver. Heck, man, he almost got there last year. Yeah. Where did he finish? Seven eighteen. And that's really only playing in the last five six games. <laughs> I'm getting his splits right now so I can show you. But, yeah, he didn't come on until later in the season. Here we go. Okay, I found him. Um, First reception was against Arkansas on 10-3. Six receptions, Kentucky two receptions, A&M three, Alabama three, Vanderbilt five, and then seven, nine, eight, five, and then four in the bowl game. But it was raining and miserable. So, yeah, it has a good chance. Hmm. Jason brings up an interesting point. He says, I don't think quantity is the thing for John Rice Plumley. It's quality. He's going to be matched up with a third or fourth DB or a dropping linebacker and creates a significant mismatch in the slot. Depending on that. how he produces, right? I mean, d- defenses could potentially change. There's no question he's a good athlete, but he hasn't played wide receiver before. We're just assuming, oh, yeah, he can just go out there and catch the football. No problem. He can just go out there and run good routes. No problem. I mean, he's got to do it. And, and and what you saw in the bowl game, right, was a drop on a very catchable ball, but a catch in traffic that was as difficult to catch as you'll see. That, that's like a normal catch, not one where you're like diving and you know you right. float in the air for five yards and haul it in, or you make some one-handed catch where you're able to tap. I mean, I'm just talking about like a regular in the field where you got defenders draped over you. That was a massive first-down catch he made late in the game against Indiana. I think this is fair. Uh, from the six six two, somebody says, "I'll say Plumley has between twenty and twenty five catches for three fifty to four hundred fifty yards." 
That would be a great season for him. And there, be, be there will really be some carries season. mixed in there as well, whether it yeah. be from the flex or just lining up at quarterback. Probably closer to 600 to 700 all-purpose yards. <laughs> and if they let him return, maybe another, you know. And maybe have him return kicks so Ely takes fewer knocks. Ole Miss does not have a recent history, and when I'm recent, I'm talking about the last decade and a half, of guys doing much in the kick return game until Jerry and Ely. I'm not sure you take him out of that role. Yeah, that's a good point. He's a to-the-house in kick return, in the kick return game, and he seems to have a feel for it. There basically is no punt return in college football anymore. No. It's another well-reasoned text. He's way athletic and super talented, but isn't everybody in the SEC West? I, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, but yeah, but let's not pretend like he's not at a different level. His speed is at a different level than it than a lot of guys. Even yeah, even the top end guys in the SEC. It is, but we're talking about we've seen him run the ball as the quarterback, where you know. In those situations, the quarterback sort of acts as the extra man in the running game. Nobody really is accounting for him. Versus, yeah, it was space. So, so right. again, it's about it's about getting him the ball in space. Right, I get that, but I mean, you're going to be out there against fast defensive backs. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I I'm not doubting his athleticism. I think he's a good player. But we've got people saying, you know, 20 yards a catch and greatest receiver in Ole Miss history. No, no, no. Bottom line is, if John Rice Plumley wanted to play quarterback, he was going to have to do it somewhere else. And I'm not saying he doesn't want to be a quarterback like in his soul, but it wasn't going to happen this year at Ole Miss. And here's the other thing that this does. If he's your backup quarterback, he has to take backup quarterback reps. Well, what about post-Matt Corral? You kind of need whoever you think the future quarterback is going to be to begin getting those second-team reps in practice and getting those second-team reps in a game. That's a great point. You actually have those walk-through games this year. You can get Luke Altmaier some serious work this year now. Or Kincaid Dent. Or or Kincaid Dent. You know, whoever... I mean... Honestly, that's a pretty fascinating conversation and competition in training camp this year. Who's your backup quarterback? From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain today, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 72. A 30% chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 91. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. 
Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves Baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4. Or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A nurse practitioner on the coast has been charged with prescription drug fraud and theft. While working at Maxim Health Urgent Care in Gulfport and Pascagoula, 46-year-old Leslie Wilburn allegedly prescribed Ambien to her family and friends, but instead used them for herself, with the Bureau of Narcotics saying she picked up over 140 prescriptions over the past three years. She was arrested earlier this week and surrendered her DEA registration to prescribe controlled substances. And six months after the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, the fencing has come down. Congressman Benny Thompson talked about it over the weekend with Tiffany Cross on MSNBC. Members were not briefed on the fencing coming down. I've heard from colleagues who ask me, I always say, as far as I know we are, there's a better way we could have done it. Thompson said that security around the Capitol continues to be a problem. Hello. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Bad internet is bad for business. 
We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Because of Palmer Home for Children, my three sisters and I are able to grow up together. When there was nowhere else for myself, my brother, or my sister to go, there was Palmer Home. My brother and I came to Palmer Home when I was two years old. Next month, I'll turn 16. Palmer Home for Children is my home. Gallo here. Just want to remind you about the ninth annual Palmer Home for Children Radiothon on July the 15th. Look, not only tune in, be a part of it right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. I thought this text kind of stood out with regard to the John Rice Plumley conversation. Greatest thing about Kiffin is that he is a magician in creating matchups. He will put John Rice Plumley in advantageous positions to succeed. That's honestly why I've been bullish on what this Ole Miss offense is going to be, and I know that I'm not alone in that. Until proven otherwise, Lane Kiffin has shown the ability to have productive offenses regardless of his personnel. Whether it's with Blake Sims playing quarterback or running an offense through Calvin Ridley or taking advantage of a quarterback's ability to run at FAU, or then changing things around and throwing the ball more at FAU because he's got a quarterback that can throw it, or identifying Elijah Moore from the day that he steps on campus and saying, you're going to rewrite the record books. They've, they've done, he has had the ability to identify his best playmaker or playmakers and then tailor the offense to make work with them. And when you combine that with a veteran quarterback, I think there's something really good about that. And Lane Kiffin is the guy that gets the majority of the credit, but I think Jeff Levy deserves a lot of credit for Matt Corral's development as well. I think there's a lot of trust there. And you remember last year what we talked about. There were three areas that Matt Corral had to improve. He had to be more consistent with the deep ball. He had to be, I'm sorry, he had to throw a better deep ball. He had to be more consistent in the intermediate passing game. And he had to make better decisions. He was one of, if not the best deep ball thrower in the country last year. He was incredibly accurate in the underneath stuff. 
And outside of the Arkansas game, he made really good decisions. So where does his growth come this year? That that will be fascinating to see. And then the other thing, and, and this goes to the matchup conversation, Kenny Yeboah didn't explode down the field and have big catches and big plays just because Ole Miss wanted to throw it to the tight end. He was a matchup issue for defenses. And Kenny Yeboah had some huge drops last year. Borky, we were talking about this during the break. He, he was not physical. In either the run after the catch game or the blocking game. Yeah, he um But he, he was he gifted opted out long before the opt out actually happened. <laughs> yeah, first five games better than the last three that he played in. No doubt. All right, jump cut here. Tony Vitello has a new contract at Tennessee. It extends through 2026. So what a, I don't know how long exactly the extension it is, but I guess a five-year deal. Interesting language in this contract. Million and a half per year, and 75% of every penny over $100,000 made by the University of Tennessee for bat and equipment endorsements. I'm assuming that's separate than anything Nike related. So Gotta be. if they swing Easton bats or DeMarini bats or Marucci bats, whatever, and they wear Easton gloves or Wilson gloves or whatever, batting gloves, helmets, they got Evo shield, elbow braces, Once they hit the $100,000 mark, everything over that, 75%. So if they have $200,000 in equipment contracts, he gets an additional $75,000. You can do the math beyond that. I have no idea what that number is. I got no idea. I do have a question. Hey, Dad, did you notice this this year? Did, did Does Mississippi State not have a specific bat company with which no. they do business? No, I think they, they let the guys pick what they want. I noticed it in the postseason and in the College World Series. You had some guys that were swinging the two-piece DeMarini bats. You had some guys that were swinging Easton bats. And you had some guys that were swinging... Louisville Slugger TPX bats. Yeah. That almost never happens. I think everybody from Mississippi State was wearing Wilson gloves. I think. Saw the A2000 logo. I mean, that's kind of the, like the marquee Wilson glove. Next time we talk to Chris Lamonis, uh, I want to ask him that. Try and help me remember that if I forget. Will do. He's, he's looking forward to our next conversation. All right, so what did I miss? You, you sent me a message that was it. Was it a shot? Did he take a shot at me? Uh, a shot? A shot's not the right word. He just was sad you weren't there to help him, you know, celebrate the national championship. He wanted to, you know, speak to the state's leading college baseball voice. Mm. 
Well, I mean, I, if he had I come on with us three days sooner or a week well, sooner, yeah, he would have. The man, the man's a busy man. He's doing the best he can. He was too busy driving the ladder of a fire truck. Oh, I mean, that's 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 best business. Yeah, I understand. So, I understand. I told him. I told him we'd get together soon, though. Don't worry. That's great. That's great. I'm a big Chris Lamonis fan. <laughs> You're not alone in this state right now. I well, you no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I hear you. So, so what's the number for Chris Lamonis now? Vitello is getting one point five. Did just jump up, didn't it? We were saying one point five two weeks ago. Yeah, I still think it's in that mill. neighborhood. If you're John Cohen, you hope you already signed that deal before this news broke. You'd have had that news out there. There's no way. John think, Cohen did tell made... us when we visited with him, what, the Friday of the parade, that um, yeah. that they had started those conversations or had kind of worked through the framework of the deal. Somebody said DeMarini is under the Wilson Corporation. I don't guess I realized that was the case. Does that make sense? Um, that's a good question. Does Tony Vitello getting a million and a half plus 75% of equipment deals north, once they hit the $100,000 plateau, for a guy that does not have a national championship on his resume... Does that change the market for Chris Lamonis? It's got to a little, doesn't it? I feel like it does. I mean, he's coming here and he's, you know, two straight college world series appearances and national title. And then he's just, he's winning, you know, at such a high clip. And you feel like you finally got the pro. And, and if you're Mississippi State, I mean, you just, you, you, you finally have some, some consistency and some, some continuity in your program. You can't do yeah. anything to risk blowing that up. So, yeah, if Chris Lamona says, I want 1.75, well, I think that's probably what he's going to end up getting. I don't know Chris well enough to have a great feel for this, but just kind of based on what? Three or four dozen interviews that we've done with him on the show over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He strikes me as a guy that, I mean, yes, pay me what I'm worth, be, be fair, but take care of my guys, too. Like, I'm not Which sure that happened. Chris Lamonis is necessarily a guy that's like, you know what, I need to be the highest paid coach in the country. I'm sure he wouldn't complain about it. But if you get him in that top five, top seven range, and he's making him somewhere between a million five and a million seven, I'm not sure that he's pushing as hard to get to... 1.9 or 2 million if he can send 100,000 toward Foxhall and 150,000 toward Gotro. So like we, we talked about that Gotro just got a just got a raise and I'm sure Foxhall's due for one too. So yeah. Was the Gotro deal before this season or during the season or after it was over? I don't remember when that I happened. I think it was during the uh the pursuit of Gotro from Rice and there was some talk of him going down to LSU as an assistant. So they decided to go ahead and make that deal done. Nathan and Amory says, at minimum, Lamonis deserves twice what Bianco makes. Well, if that's the case, you better back up the Brinks truck. What does Bianco make? 
one point three almost. Yeah, one, that would be what, that would what, be one, more two. than Howland makes, I think, if if you if you did that. I mean, there's an argument to be made, but there's a great argument. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Well, the accident southbound on 55. The ramp to 20 eastbound has been cleared. Traffic was backed all the way up to Lakeland, so it's going to take a few minutes for it to get back up to speed. Uh, left lane is blocked northbound on 55, just past High Street due to an accident. And still seeing congestion on 468 at Silver Ridge. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where customers are game. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi teams. With live reports from the games and practices. On Super Talk Mississippi. Rob Manfred had a state of the sport address in Denver, not in Atlanta, where the All-Star game was originally scheduled to be played, in Denver, and he talked about some of the things that lots of other people are talking about, like perhaps eliminating the seven-inning doubleheader, eliminating the runner on second to start things off in extra innings, and possibly... Banning the shift. He said this about the shift. Let's just say you regulated the shift by requiring two infielders on each side of second base. What does that do? makes the game look like what it looked like when I was 12 years old. It's not change. It's kind of restoration. That's why people are in favor of it. Front offices in general believe it will have a positive effect on the play of the game. I'm hopeful that we will have productive conversations with the MLBPA about non-radical changes to the game that will restore it to being played in a way that is closer to what many of us enjoy historically. I have very mixed feelings about this. Yeah, it's almost like both are both can be true at once, right? On one hand, um, learn how to hit it opposite way, but bunt people out of the shift. It's hard to just go oppo when a guy is throwing you. You know what I mean? You can't just take an inside pitch opposite way. A 99-mile-an-hour fastball inside cannot be taken opposite way. It can. It's just more difficult than... You know what I mean. You can pitch into the shift as well. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And, And that's the strategy. But here's the thing. Major League Baseball has historically been played with what, eight position players in the spots you expect them to be? A left fielder, a center fielder, and a right fielder playing left, center, and right. A third baseman and a shortstop on the left side of the infield, a second baseman, first baseman, a catcher, and your pitcher standing in the middle of the infield. But there is nothing in the rules to say that the pitcher can't be on the mound, the catcher behind the plate, and the other seven players with their backs against the outfield wall all between right, center, and right. Would it make any sense? Of course not. It would be stupid. You would not disadvantage yourself in that matter. So I have a little bit of an issue because I I don't love the shift. We've talked about that. But why are you saying, to borrow Haydad's phrase, now that we've been presented with new information, we'll change our mind? That's what coaches have played. I mean, through the use of analytics... 
and all of the technology that's available, they have decided that the ability to take away outs more happens when you move players around more as opposed to playing them in their traditional defensive locations. I mean, what if the NFL said, hey, you have to play a, a four-man front at all times. you got to run 4-3. No 4-2-5, well, no nickel packages. But I can like push that. back on that. Yeah. The NFL does mandate that you have to have five players on the line of scrimmage. Offensively, yes. That's what we're talking about. You know, We're trying to make it easier for the defenses to stop the offenses. Yeah. In every other sport, there's regulation of where you can be. In basketball, you cannot be in the lane for more than three seconds. In yeah. football, you have to have a certain number of people on the line of scrimmage. You have to have a certain number of people in the backfield. You cannot run as a, an offensive player forward before the snap. The, where in, you in are, golf, what you do is regulated. Yeah. In, in golf, you have to be within two club lengths of the tee markers to hit your tee shot. Just learn something. In soccer, the most complicated and confusing rule in all of sports is the offside rule. Outside, there is an area yeah. of the field when the ball is being advanced that you cannot be. You cannot be, as the ball is being advanced, camp between the deepest defender and the goalkeeper. You can't be past the deepest defender at all. Not 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 a toe. And if you are, then it's a penalty. Yeah. But baseball has not traditionally had those rules. At least not for the defense. If you're a hitter, you have to be in the box. You can't stand in front of home plate as the pitcher delivers the pitch. Now, if hitters brush that chalk out of the way and expand the box a little bit in one direction or another, but generally speaking, you have to be in the box. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. We do get a message that says football defensive players can be wherever they want. There are no rules. That's true. You can have no down linemen. You can have 11 down linemen. Wouldn't make a lot of sense to put 11 guys on the line of scrimmage, but you can do it. You cannot cross the line of scrimmage before the snap, though. You that have to true. stay behind the line. Keith and JS says, yeah, what the heck is icing in hockey anyway? We'll have to get to that on another day, Keith. I got to do a little research. It's when the puck crosses the three major lines without being touched by anybody. Ooh, well played. Forky for hockey play by play, man. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy the All Star game tonight. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydeb, I'm Richard Cross. We will talk to you tomorrow. Mississippi Media Production.